0: Hey guys, this is Kendra
1: and this is Jessica and you're listening to Lucid Lucid Lab. Lab. We're in a new studio today.
0: We are. It it looks very familiar to our last one. We just just
1: (laughs) copied it and pasted. We basically, yeah, (laughs) just picked it up and moved it into a different house. So we're going to see though, the sound is going to be okay for us once we start editing. We're we're trying it out. Hopefully you don't notice. That's the hope. And then eventually we'll have two pod spaces. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're hoping there's no difference between the two of those either because we're trying to make our lives easier and I'm yes. moving and that's part of the craziness of my life right now. And I'm going to set it up the same way over there and so that we have more options because I'm the one with the young kiddo and it makes things difficult sometimes. Yeah, it'll be easier
0: at your place. She can, you know, go watch a movie while we podcast.
1: <laughs> all that or we can literally do an all night podcast like while right. she's sleeping. <laughs> so we just, it just opens it up for us to have more time. To do this,
0: yeah, we are now setting up podcasts directly in both of our houses. So that just makes it easier. But that means one of us has to drive back and forth, but it'll be more fair this way. And both of us aren't driving like we were before. No,
1: no, we're not. And but I like coming to Boulder. It's my favorite part of coming to do this before coming to do this because (laughs) I get to see all the greenery and it's so pretty pretty. here right
0: now. Like Colorado, it has felt a little Washington Northwest like lately. We have been getting so much rain. And typically by now, uh, if you went hiking or anything, it would start looking pretty brown and we are. Still like lush. It is green. green. Like we look yeah. like Ireland. <laughs> the rain
1: has not stopped, and I love it because it keeps it cool throughout the day. Yes, a lot of people are complaining. They're like, "Why?" I'm like, "Do you not remember what our summers are like?" Can yeah, we can keep, get pretty can warm. We keep that away for a little bit. Thank you. I'm the one that just bursts in the flames here, so. But speaking of the
0: rain, like I tried to go to a concert last night and I was cursing the rain a little bit. Uh, It was supposed to be an all day concert starting at like 4 p.m. And it was at an outdoor venue called Fiddler's Green right here. And well, not right here. (laughs) Way down in Denver, actually. It started at four and it was like, torrential downpour oh, wow. and we <laughs> kept experience. waiting and we kept watching and we're like okay the cloud's gonna clear we'll go eventually and the main band we wanted to see didn't come on the stage till 8 30 and so we ended up just driving down there and we went and hung out at a brewery and just you know had some drinks and some pizza typical
1: Denver stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. to do
0: <laughs> but it was just non-stop and then we like got an alert while we're sitting there that we were under a flood watch oh wow I'm like I don't know if we're gonna go to this concert no. like it's not gonna going to happen and so it was me and one other girl and then we drove over and we parked and it was still torrential downpour we see all these people like running out of the venue because oh. i think it was just getting even worse and like right. lightning and everything then it was probably like eight twenty-five. just all of a sudden the, the so cleared <laughs> and we got out and we put our ponchos on and we were ready and we went in and the band came out right at eight thirty, and they played for about an hour which is about all that my 43-year-old ass can take nowadays. <laughs> Our feet yeah. were already hurting. Yeah. Um, it started raining again. I was like, okay, well, that was fun. Let's go. <laughs> and that so then we fun. got out before everyone. I was just looking around while we were there, and there were 16,000 people. And Holy moly. Wow. I realized that I think I may have aged out of that size of a crowd. <laughs>
1: like That's a lot. I like the smaller things. I like, yeah. yeah, I feel like. I would do what you've done and go to big ones if it's someone that I've followed for like ever, half yeah. my life or something. But I definitely love the small little intimate ones. Or, Me too. Yeah.
0: And that's what I've been going to mostly. I mean, I've gone to Ball Arena a couple times, but those are different. Like, I don't know, it's more organized. Oh, and also at this outdoor venue, the only thing they had were porta potties or, you know, like. I know. Yeah. You know, like I. <laughs> yeah. I have also
1: aged out of those. <laughs> I remember when I went to the last one I went to, which I've already talked about, but the used and that's what it was. It was just like 40 porta potties mm-hmm. and everybody waiting.
0: And there was like 100 people in line and I'm like, I can hold it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing this. And because it had been raining all day, yeah. uh, they have a lot of grassy fields, but they weren't grassy. They were mud. Oh, so it was like a mud fest. Thing. And. Yeah. Yeah, but it was really fun. The band was great. We saw, um, they're called Stick Figure. They're like a reggae band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're from California. But They were really, really good. And they had a dog on stage. Aww. Anyone who knows them knows that they have Coco as their dog. And the dog just like walks around the whole time while they're singing. Aww. And like the crowd goes crazy for their dog. It was, Aww. yeah, it was a really good vibe and good people. Good. That was my experience in the rain. And
1: that's when you're just
0: supposed to embrace it. Yeah, we Dead did money. a little bit, but should have pushed her down. I'm just <laughs> We weren't in the mud. We oh, okay. we had chairs. We had oh, the seats. That's good. So at this age I don't want to like be in the mud fest and you have to get there early to get yeah. a good spot. And yeah. Mud does ruin
1: things. I hate when I get home and I didn't realize that I'd stepped in a bunch of mud because then it dries and it's so hard to get out of your shoes. So I'm probably past my festival days. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a resurgence myself with this newfound life Freedom. I'm about to <laughs> head into. I was leaving the house this morning and I had an up close experience with my favorite thing that I see. A hawk? A hawk. I knew it. Oh he my God. flew right into my front tree. Oh. And I was like, there's no way. Because at first he was behind some leaves and stuff and I couldn't really tell. But I saw him fly in and I'm like, I know what a hawk looks like. (laughs) Like that's just I've never seen a hawk come into our neighborhood this low down. Yeah. Because he was really only like six feet off the ground. And there's I'm checking the ground, maybe there's a rabbit or something. And so I walk right by him and I'm looking straight at him. Oh my God, it's happening. He came (laughs) to see you. He came to see me. I've had some moments the past couple days that I've just been questioning the universe, kind of talking to me a little bit. I was researching for, I think it was this one actually. And last night I was watching this video that was kind of conspiracy theory like, yeah. but it's about spiritual stuff. And right when this guy was about to say something, it glitched and it stopped, which made me look at the time and it was 11-11. Oh. And it's like once I let it sink in that it was 11-11 because I see numbers all the time. Usually I just kind of. I'm like, yeah, angel numbers, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Like I see them constantly. But this time it just something felt impactful about it. And then as soon as like that thought was absorbed fully, all of a sudden the video started again. Weird. And it was about some pretty crazy stuff. So they were like, okay make sure you pay attention to this Possibly. next part, maybe. you know because eleven eleven is one of those ones that's really connected to like spiritual right. awakenings and stuff and i'm like well maybe it's a sign i'm about to go through another one or you know because yeah. it's so i don't know that was weird and then i told you about my cat because my cat Aww. i'm worried about her i have old kitties it's and so hard they're 19 now i don't want <laughs> i'm not ready she just hasn't been acting very good this morning. And but I, it's almost like I had this intuition last night and she wasn't being weird last night. She's being her normal self. But I had to leave this morning and I don't know. I don't feel good about it. We're almost moved. Like, don't do Hang this on, now. Girl. Hold on. Hold on for me. Like, I'm not ready, but I'm going to stay positive. I've already a hawk
0: came to tell you it's going to be OK.
1: Came to tell me it's going to be OK. Or is he stay my positive. Grim Reaper? <laughs> He's waiting. I don't know what to think. But, you know, I lost my dog of the same, you know, she was 18 last year and I lost their sister a year and a half before that. And it's like, I just, I need a break of the sad parts and the grieving. And I found out some good news. That's good. Let's hear it. Um, I don't know which episode it was, but I brought up Josh Hartnett (laughs) and how he's retired. And because we haven't seen him in forever and anything.
0: That was on the Queen Mary episode.
1: Oh, okay. So, but guess what? Yesterday what? I saw he's going to be in one of the Black Mirror episodes. Oh, are you serious?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So um, now I have to watch it. <laughs> the Black Mirror came out what, was a few it days recent? ago. Yeah. yeah. And I have not started it yet. I watched and,
1: the first one because I haven't watched anything in forever. Like yeah. I'll go to a movie theater because I, I'm a movie theater experience person and I'll go by myself.
0: Right. Like, I love going to movies by myself too.
1: But I don't have time at my house. To do that in my, in my day, like I have to be very specific. I'm going to movie. Okay. I'm going to a movie. Yeah. Because then you're <laughs> removed from anything right. else. But yesterday I was like, I have to finish my episodes. Like I have to get this done. But my daughter was doing this stuff and I'm like, oh, my brain's not there yet. And I saw something about Black Mirror coming on and I was like, oh, come on. Like I've waited years. It's been
0: years since the last
1: season. And so I put the first one on and it, you know, just was as, it good. Well, they're all mind fucks, right? And that's why I like them. That's why they're good. (laughs) It was a good one. Yeah, I I thought the first one was good. So I don't know how many there are, but I think there's now there's a
0: Josh Hartnett one. That's interesting. So he came out of retirement to do Black Mirror.
1: But I think what's cool about these Black Mirror ones is they try to give you some insight into what's really going on in this fucked up world. Yeah. And maybe he wanted to be a part of a specific episode or maybe he just wanted to dabble for a second. And see yeah, if maybe he he's just it. a fan maybe of Black Mirror. That's I mean. it, you know. He could be at a time where I don't know if he has kids or maybe they're grown up. They're grown yeah. up now. And he's like, I wonder if I want to do acting again. <laughs> Why want <laughs> to dabble with one episode. But if you watched the first episode, episode of Black Mirror you might even question if that's the real Josh Hartnett Mm. Mm. you'll have to watch
0: (laughs) it doesn't the first one have Salma Hayek in it I just remember reading the synopsis I haven't had time and I probably won't be able to we are headed out of town next week so I'll be on an airplane and that's my favorite place to watch things because once again no distraction yeah yeah exactly we're headed to North Carolina next week oh yeah that's right so yeah so today we're trying to record on a much more hectic schedule because I'm going to be out of town for that week and we want to keep the and episodes on coming of to it, you guys.
1: I have my three jobs and, and a your daughter at home <laughs> and I'm moving and I have 2 weeks to pack up a house that I've lived in for 12 years. So this episode today it it's not going to be as full as everything else I've done, I think. I mean I I tried. But like she just said We had to kind of double up this time just to make sure that we're always putting out an episode. And I'm like, yeah, I never have any extra time. I like have to force layers of time on top of each other. That's like the only way my brain can compute how (laughs) I'm getting it all done. The next couple episodes, if they're not as big as I usually do, just that's why I'm but they'll still uh, but, be really but interesting. I'm still giving and, it to you. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to miss a week. Like, I don't want to be one of those people. We committed when
0: we started this yeah. that we won't miss a week. And so we're, you know, putting that into effect this week by recording three episodes in two Seriously. days. So. Yeah. Yes. But we plan that they will all still be wonderful. And, and but then we'll but get maybe back not to as it. long. Yeah. If you're used to those longer episodes where we go into a lot of detail, um, we chose subjects that were maybe not as detailed for that reason. So we yes. could squeeze them all in. I mean, they definitely can be. I feel like I could take both and just <laughs> go to town, go to town with it. But, yes. And while you're bringing this up, I want to shout out we got our first Patreon. I know. I'm so excited. So thank you, Juan. Twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. We really, really appreciate you and thank you. We will shout out as we start getting Patreon. And we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, even if you can't contribute on Patreon, please keep coming back. Please keep downloading our episodes. We we watch it,
1: um, we do, on and we Me. get very sad sometimes when like we're like, what's happening? Why today? did it drop today? <laughs> but we had our largest episode
0: ever in the last few weeks, and we got new country so oh my gosh, yes. Remember we talked about we wanted Australia and Canada. We got Australia. We got Australia and we got Japan. We got
1: Japan. So we're really excited.
0: And I also want to give a shout out to Connecticut because what
1: where are you are you a coven? Can we come (laughs) visit you? Like I don't know what's going on in Connecticut. I I know no one there. I'm gonna be on a road
0: trip up in Connecticut and I wish I knew where you all were because reach out. You're our number one state something. Yes. So if you are You're beating out our family and friends (laughs) it's
1: getting ridiculous. If you're a
0: Connecticut listener, send us an email or comment on one of our tiktoks or something somebody know who you are who
1: is there now i'm thinking about black mirror i'm like it's not real no it's just a i hope they're real and Please we real. love you whoever you <laughs> yeah. are
0: because you're you're really making us feel good downloading these episodes thank you Juan, for being our
1: first patreon yes i hope you're doing good are we ready to get into it let's do it okay so today i am Talking about giants. Giants. Not the football team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that wouldn't be a very interesting episode. (laughs) But I'm taking a turn back in time to my anthropology days and talking about a race of people found in some interesting places. Hmm. And yes, if you haven't guessed yet, they're giants. But not really, like not in terms of like when you think of a giant, like sometimes when I think of giants, I think of the movies where they're 400 feet tall. Right. Like Jack uh, and the Beanstalk. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about here, but just much taller than the average human of the time and mostly today, too. Mm -hmm. I've not heard
0: anything about this, so I'm really curious to learn more. I didn't know anything about giants honestly until you brought it up and said i'm gonna do an episode on this and i I know i'm getting
1: all weird i like i want to do sirens i'm gonna like go into all we're going into the mythological i I hope you like it we have no idea because right now we're like what do people want to hear but at the same time we don't know who's who and whose family and whatnot we don't know but i feel like we're always going to do Absolutely everything. everything. (laughs) Because even if UFOs gets a bigger tick up, you know, there's not a lot of that to talk about right now. Right. I mean, there's tons to talk about, but we want to last forever. And for us to constantly be doing one type of story... That's not exciting for us. And we're the ones that have to spend the time researching yeah, and we like these episodes. So, And same thing with true crime. It's like we love true
0: crime. That's what brought us together. But that's not the only part that we want to go into. I know. So and now I'm things. finding
1: myself like, well, I don't want to do a true crime right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am going to do a true crime for my next episode. So yeah. we'll still mix it in. But oh, definitely yes. we
1: are. But I felt like I was in that for a little while you did you've like, done a lot
0: more than me i've only done one true crime so far oh, okay and you've done yeah. i think three have maybe four I?
1: well the thing is is one of was it might have been one or two weren't even meant to be true crime they're meant to be paranormal and, and then they, they turned yes, into true crime exactly so you happened. just never know where you're gonna go mm-hmm. same with this one so i'm talking about giants but by definition and understanding something is only gigantic in comparison to something else of its kind Okay. Okay. So that's what we're talking about here. Pre-modern humans were relatively short back in the day. True. In this episode, anytime I refer to giants, I'm talking about beings that are 7 to 13 feet tall for the most part.
0: Which is still really very tall, tall. I I mean, for which our age. Even today, that's not yeah.
1: average. The average height for pro basketball players is 6'6", just right. for reference. So, and by the way, the Denver's won the national yes. championship. <laughs> First time in franchise history. First time ever. Go Denver. I didn't watch
0: it, but congrats. I didn't either, <laughs> but there was a big parade. I know, but people Thursday. died. Oh my goodness. There was a shooting the yeah, night a shooting. of. Yeah, Why, every time there's a celebration, you know, this should be
1: a joyous time. Somebody has to ruin it. Always. I don't know the story there, but... That's yeah. why it's actually pretty dangerous to go to some of these things, especially the Broncos games. Someone is always like getting stabbed there, or something's always happening. You know, it's that's ridiculous. something else
0: I thought about when I was in that crowd of sixteen thousand people yesterday. You I don't think know. it makes me yeah. nervous
1: now, being yeah. in any large crowds. I'm paranoid. Like you said, why does someone have to ruin it for everyone? Okay, but anyway, I'm already like we're Back already to giants. going. <laughs> we can't help ourselves. <laughs> Back to giants. But giants, you know, it's easy to write things off and debunk them. But I want to give this one a whirl because it's not the first time we've heard of giants. And because a specific site actually was what sparked my interest into taking on this topic today. And so I'm going to start with that. And I'm focusing on the Nevada desert. And the history here is both tragic and fascinating. And the giants there were not only taller, but pretty ruthless. Oh, so they were mean giants. As far as all my research has told me, all giants remain so far. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> so being
0: taller makes you angry. <laughs> Possibly. Because you can't bend down and. <laughs>
1: my knee's the size of a car. What am I you have do? a lot of
0: back problems. <laughs> Probably. It's
1: not like you have big beds anywhere,
0: <laughs> the doors are too short. And you're getting.
1: <laughs> I saw some pretty big doors in this one thing. They're like, this is exactly why giants exist. Because the lock's like all the way at the top. And like they're like, who's going to reach that? They're bumping their heads on everything. (laughs) I'm trying to think why they're mad. They just have more estrogen or... What's the other one? Testosterone. (laughs) Testosterone. Let's blame it on testosterone. That's (laughs) what we like to do, right? I don't know. (laughs) We're always like, men. And all the food just grows in tiny little things. And so... It's not like they can go eat a steak in their size anymore. That's true. They have to eat more, too. And then yeah. people get mad because they're eating too much. I mean, we're acting like they're next door and we have giant <laughs> neighbors. Maybe someday. Maybe right now. <laughs> so let's speak of the Nevada Giants. Let's talk about them. Um, so to speak of them, we have to talk about Love lock Cave in Nevada. Low so, Luck? Love Luck. Love Luck. Okay. Yeah. And it's not luck like lucky. It's like lock. So maybe it's love lock. But I think when you talk fast, it's just like love luck. <laughs> Lovelock Cave is a North American archaeological site, and historical site. It goes by several other names, including Horseshoe Cave, Sunset Guano Cave, and Loudsite 18. By the way, please do not try and research this place by the last name I just mentioned. Loudsite? Loudsite 18. I was trying to see if I could find, like, more information by researching it by its other names. Right. And Loudsite 18 only brought up nasty, stupid stuff. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That was fun. I was like, no, I was looking for something else. <laughs> Thank you. So Lovelock Cave is part of the Lake Lahontan Great Basin region and was one of the first major caves to be excavated. It is an important site because of the conditions in the cave, which allows for the preservation of organic and inorganic material. The cave is roughly 150 feet deep and 35 feet wide. So it's really not very big at all. No. But it has made a huge impact in history. On May 24th, 1984, it was placed on the National Register of Historical Places. The cave was formed when this area was next to the former lake bed of Lake Lahontan, which was a Pleistocene pluvial lake that covered much of western Nevada, which lasted 2.58 million to roughly 11,000 years ago. The cave was formed by waves and currents in the area. Following the Pleistocene epoch was the Holocene epoch, Which is where we are now in geological terms. Okay. And since the beginning of this, the elevation of the water dropped, obviously. Mm -hmm. We are in a much drier climate now. Only smaller lakes remain. And if you've been to Nevada, well, it's a desert. (laughs) And did you know it just ruins water for everyone? And it all comes from the Colorado River. And I... Just for Las Vegas, really. And we're just, about to
0: go there. like like, it makes me sad. It's yeah. like, there's certain parts of the country that we probably just should not live. Yeah. Instead we're pumping water in and, and think about all the golf courses there that we're I watering. And yeah, Vegas. I do It's an have...
1: abomination. And now yeah. I'm going with you girls because I need to get I know. out and have my first girls trip. Well, and the only reason we're going
0: to Vegas like this probably wouldn't be top of our list. But our friend who has is never been, never been. And she's yeah. turning 40. So it's like a big deal. Yeah. That's why we're going. Jessica and I would probably choose somewhere else as our. Yeah probably 150 other places. <laughs> I've been to Vegas places. way too
1: many times because my dad that was like his place to go so almost every family trip involved Vegas and like I've just been too much. I've yeah. only been a couple of times as a, an adult but even then it kind of lost its luster for me just I, being there yeah. so many times as a child.
0: My uncle was in the Air Force and was stationed in Las Vegas so Similar to you, we went on all of our family vacations to Vegas to visit my dad's brother. So That was the excuse anyway. (laughs) But my parents didn't gamble. Uh, We actually didn't go on the strip too much when we would go visit. He lived off on a golf course and they'd go golfing and all that. But it gives me a sinking feeling when I go there because I know how much water and also food. I watched some documentary about how much food goes to waste there. Yeah. It's just gluttonous. All the buffets and mm -hmm. crap. Anyways. Go Vegas. We're going to be there in a few weeks. Yay. Uh,
1: <laughs> so anyway, the cave became a place to store many things, and it has preserved a treasure trove of history. In use as early as 2580 BC, it was inhabited regularly by people for over 4,000 years that we know of. Okay. In modern times, the cave was first initially discovered in the early 20th century, but many artifacts in history was lost due to poor excavation and greed of organic material and greedy people and organizations. Always always gotta run it in 1911 two miners david pew and james hart were hired to mine for bat guano in the cave which is it it's accumulated bat shit i was about to say why do they use bat guano it's a good fertilizer oh okay so without care though they dug out 250 tons of guano out of that cave and throughout the dig they came upon artifacts and kept only what they considered to be special pieces otherwise just damaged everything else okay only when the digs started to uncover more artifacts than guano were anthropologists made aware and brought in to take over okay the first semi-controlled excavation was headed by A.L. Kroeber via an anthropologist Llewellyn L. Loud there's the Loud in the spring of 1912 who were from the University of California Museum of Anthropology Loud spent five months excavating the cave, looking for what was left from the mining, and uncovered some 10,000 material remains. Wow. This wasn't all from within the cave itself. Much of what the miners dug out was dumped outside the cave on like, hillsides, so that was sifted through while other items and materials were found inside in undisturbed areas. But even with the great finds, it was not carefully detailed or reported. Loud's report does not follow current procedures today, so much of what was found... The information, it's lost to us today still. That's one of the biggest find. Over 10,000 things that they found just Yeah, like what's a typical find? Like it has to be way less than that. I don't know. And I think it was just the conditions of this cave. There might have been that many things in all the other caves too, but it just didn't stick around that long. Mm -hmm. A later excavation in 1924 was commissioned by the Museum of the American Indian of New York, who sent Loud and Mark Harrington to find any remaining materials. With the assistance of local Paiute Indians, they found about 40 pits and caches, including traps, nets, baskets, food storage items, sandals, spear throwers, grinding stones, and a prehistoric sling, one of the earliest known in North America, including 11 duck decoys were also found. Most painted and feathered and others unfinished in other animal traps early radiocarbon dating was unsuccessful but in 1984 through accelerator mass spectrometry two of the 11 ducks were dated to 130 to 300 bc these tool duck decoys are special as they're the oldest duck decoys of their kind found anywhere on earth wow and are now nevada state artifact they are very well made and lifelike and currently reside at the Museum of the American Indian in Washington, D.C. Very cool. I'll post some pictures of them. Yeah. Because thinking know. of how old they are, it is pretty neat. Use those. How and they made were them. put together. Yeah. yeah. Among materials, mummified bodies and even mummified puppies Aww. and burials were found and dated to 4,500 and 900 B.P. This doesn't include any mm-hmm. remains found or dug up through the initial careless removal of the guano of the 250 tons of guano they shipped out to fertilizer company in san francisco there were thousands of pieces of human remains and other materials included in those halls so unfortunately who really knows what we lost exactly over the years most were sent to museums and left in storage for many years but more recently were apparently repatriated in accordance with federal law which i Don't always believe when they say that. Well, we gave them back. (laughs) Uh I don't think so. What about the ones that you gave to all these weirdos with a bunch of money? Yeah. The more recent human occupation of the cave, in history anyway, from about 3,500 years ago until the middle of the 19th century, the cave was used by various native peoples for shelter, to store food, and other seasonal equipment. It is believed that it was heavily used in the winter months and not as much in the summer months because of insects. Fish Mm -hmm. and other wetland wildlife seem to be the diet of the area. The cave was used in the 1800s as a gun and human coprolite were found. Coprolite's just a fun word for poop. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, (laughs) human coprolite? You literally type in coprolite and you'll get like Wikipedias of just a bunch of petrified poop. (laughs) So they use that as their bathroom. Yeah, well, they use everything as their bathroom (laughs) back back in the day. (laughs) day. You just go where you're standing. Gotta go. (laughs) So what about the Giants, though? I haven't mentioned those yet. Well, that's because with a lot of the things that were discovered, much conspiracy comes with it, you know. Mm -hmm. Always. That's what we do here is conspiracy. Yeah. (laughs) And if we were to take certain historical accounts of Giants as truth, not that of just stories, we would all think a bit differently, I'm sure.
0: Well, I mean, where did the stories come from? Like, there's always maybe some truth in the stories.
1: This is the first I've heard of these Giants. So the ones in Nevada. Nevada. But it didn't phase me for a second. I'm like, sure. Yeah. OK. Who are mm-hmm. these dudes? I recognize that about myself. Sure. Many people can claim to believe in the giants of stories from the Bible or other mythical creatures. But when presented with possible real life evidence through discoveries, most are like swatted away. Uh, no. I think. Oh, that's yeah. not real. You know. But you know what? I like to stay open. We do. And a Mm -hmm. lot of conspiracies are rooted in truth and they can be embellished, but it comes from somewhere. Somewhere it started. Yeah. Yeah. But before I get to that, I want to talk a little bit more about the native people of the area, specifically the Paiutes. Okay. Paiute means water and comes from the people's preference to live near water sources. The Paiutes are actually many different bands in the Western United States. Northern Paiutes of the Lovelock called themselves coop which means ground squirrel eaters. In the past, they used to pour water down into the ground to flush out squirrels for food. Squirrels lived in the ground. I'm sure it was a different type of ground like squirrel, a little ground,
0: kind of like a um, prairie dog. Prairie dog, probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who knows what they were called back then? So, so coccodada is what
0: you said, and that means ground squirrel eater. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, this is what we eat, and that's <laughs> what we're known as.
1: <laughs> I mean, just you're hungry, and then you're like, well, oh, there's a hole. Let me pour some water down it. Maybe something will come out. Yeah. They also ate fish, geese, ducks, and jackrabbits. They ate lots of wild vegetables and fruits, chokeberries, pine nuts wild onions, sweet potatoes, cane and tool shoots. They would also hunt for deer, antelope and wild game. No part of an animal was ever wasted, as we know. Yeah, they were so much better than us. Exactly. Water snakes. Ground squirrels. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I looked up ground squirrels because I just had to see. They look like prairie dogs.
1: Is it just another name for prairie dogs? It says
0: ground squirrels are the rodents of the squirrel family that generally live on the ground. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was, that was, that was a so great information. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia.
1: Does it have like... It says rather th-
0: they they live in the ground instead of trees, like the tree squirrels. <laughs> what
1: the like a five-year-old could have yeah. written that description <laughs> that's the description you needed when i was trying to... <laughs> that's funny they're like kendra it's one on the ground not in the tree <laughs>
0: they're like marmots they are also called marmot marmotini well they look
1: like prairie dogs <laughs> <laughs> that was uh,
0: that was our bio biology
1: fact of the day <laughs> so anyway water snakes were prevalent in worn as decorative pieces as belts around their necks arms and waists hmm Mosquitoes were very rampant, just oh, like they are right now. Fucking mosquitoes! And locals would often climb to the top of Lone Mountain, where it was cooler to get away from them. Lone Mountain's Indian name is Apangahaben, which means mosquito bed. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they don't lived- go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that they went there. Oh, because bed they needed to, get away. to lay down, yeah. and so yeah. Otherwise, they lived in temporary teepees made of sagebrush and tool, and used greasewood for fuel. They spoke a Shoshonian language of the Numic branch of the Uto-Aztecan language family. Prior to non-native contact, they lived a fairly nomadic lifestyle. Social organization of the group followed the main traditional unit of extended family. Bands were composed of loose affiliations of families led by a headman selected for his abilities. So leadership was more task-specific, so it wasn't just like one main person. The Paiute practiced shamanism. They believe in puha, which is a force that gives life to the physical world, the elements, plants, animals, and the people. They believe in many spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. They believe in many supernatural beings. Mm -hmm. Shamans can draw upon the powers of the universe and nature, often done so at sacred sites, such as caves or grave sites, or in their dreams. (laughs) They were and still are an integral part of the northern Paiute community interestingly can you guess who came in and settled the area white people (laughs) they keep popping up for us everywhere
0: did they come and name everything after themselves the
1: mormons oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) of course the fucking mormons
1: i can't get away from them they're everywhere i go
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's because once again we're in the west when we're talking in the west the mormons were there
1: The Mormons were determined to settle the area and they helped to protect the Paiute from other bloodthirsty settlers. Well, that's good. Yeah. At least they started out nice, but it always changes. Always. (laughs) So they protected or helped to protect from the Ute, which were slave raiders. Oh. To the Paiute at the time and gold seekers. Mm -hmm. Not them, other gold seekers. Utes and Navajos were known to raid Paiute areas for women and children to trade with the Europeans. Oh, that's yeah.
0: horrible.
1: Northern Paiutes settled in the area to help with negotiations and protected themselves. Mormons, who had their fair share of religious intolerance, connected them to the Paiutes. Okay. Connected over that. The Mormons gave them harvested food, clothing, and jobs to keep the peace and protect the land where they both wanted to stay. But just as with anywhere, we encroached on native lands. Always. It caused other issues and ultimately it destroyed their traditional lifestyle and sovereignty. Too many people affected the animal population and it destroyed the Paiutes' way of living as hunters and gatherers because game moved out of the area. Yeah, and they're like, we heard about you, white people were out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The religious differences caused some clashes as well. The mm. Mormons conducted a pretty heavy missionary effort toward the Paiutes. Uh, all of this created an imbalance and starved Native people started to raid Mormon settlements for food. Why do we always show up and try and like convert
0: them? Because they're saying like, right, that's what they're yeah, trying to do. Yeah, I mean, that's what they all try to do. You need that's to be like That's what did me, to all or, the Native or, Americans. Yeah. It's like, just let them live their life. They've been doing this for Millions of years before we and showed up.
1: But they're like, we wear pants and belts and <laughs> like it's not made of snakeskin and we don't like that. So you need to leave. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. They're just it's ridiculous. Just really...
1: And it's language differences and yeah. all of that. It just wasn't the way of life. And they think any land they see, they get to Is name theirs? and it's mine. <laughs> ridiculous. It's actually a really sad time, all of this. So throughout much of the area where Paiute lived in the Great Basin area, including parts of California. Utah, Mm -hmm. Nevada, Oregon, Arizona, and Idaho. The European settlements and competition for scarce resources resulted in several wars. Mm. The Pyramid Lake War of 1860, the Owens Valley Indian War from 1861 to 1864, the Snake War from 1864 to 1868, and the Bannock War of 1878. This is when army troops and the government stepped in to form reservations in the mid-1880s. The continued introduction of other Europeans and animals into their land. The Paiute population drastically reduced from disease, such as smallpox. Always. To which the Paiutes had no immunity.
0: Yeah.
1: Violent conflicts and starvation. The government tried to move all northern Paiute to Oregon, but that didn't work. That's not their area. Exactly. They're just trying to collect them and go put them somewhere else. Like, just go here and be happy. They tried, but... This, they were here first. This was an absolutely despicable time. It was. In it, human history. It really was. Today in the Lovelock area, they are known as the Lovelock Paiute Tribe of the Lovelock Indian Colony, Nevada. Their reservation was established in 1907 and includes 20 acres, which is not, not a lot. Not that
0: much, really.
1: Now let's take a step back. That was just a snapshot of history in the area and of the people as we know it. So where are the giants?
0: They're just teasing us. I there's like no to giants.
1: Tease. No, there's not. Giant poop.
0: <laughs> That's how they knew.
1: <laughs> Giant coprolite and guano. So as we know, many Native American origin stories are passed down orally. Right. From generation to generation. And this is the same with the tale of the giants. That is the story of the Sidica. The Sidica are a tribe spoken of in Paiute legend. Sidica means tool eaters, named by the Paiute, for using tool-made rafts to escape them on the water. Mm -hmm. The Paiutes have many accounts about this now extinct group of people living in several areas throughout Nevada. Many, shall I say, white settlers around the time during this first true excavation of Lovelock say it was just the Paiutes attempt to explain all of the archaeological relics that was found in the cave of a cultural period preceding their own. Okay, And to that, I just want to say, well, you know... (laughs) Screw you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You just showed up. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know, dude? They were already there. What do you know? Why are you already immediately disregarding the history of their land and what they're saying? Right. You don't know anything,
0: Philip, (laughs) whatever the fuck your name is. from Llewellyn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what's an old name? (laughs)
1: Todrick. Is that a name? (laughs) Edgar. (laughs) (laughs) So a young Paiute girl, Sarah Winnemucca, or by her native name, Thock which means shell flower, wrote of them calling them a tribe of barbarians. The giants? The giants. Okay. Sarah's story is quite interesting and it's tragic. She was a young girl when the government was forcing the people into reservations and when they tried to move, forcibly move, all of them to Oregon. She was the daughter of Chief Winnemucca, who conceded in many ways to the government because he felt that it was in the best interest of his people to keep them safe. Probably makes sense. He knew they'd come I mean, him. he made a judgment call, you know. And she could speak English. So she became a translator between her people and the army. So she was a smart girl? Well, she was one of the only ones that could speak English. Yeah. And yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed by anybody who can speak more than one language
1: because I I cannot. I cannot either. Can you imagine the people who do it like five? No.
0: Where in your brain does that go? How do you not like... Mix them all up and start speaking
1: like I don't believe they're humans. Humans. at all at the same time. They're not. <laughs> they're AI. <laughs> they are AI or alien or just a mixture of something. So the government, of course, lied to her constantly about what they promised to do for her people, but they would never do that in exchange for her cooperation. She was stuck on both sides. And a lot of her people started to distrust her and Uh blame her. But she tried, you know, her entire life. In fact, she tried. She tried to bring awareness to how indigenous people were being treated. She was an advocate for her Native American rights. She traveled and held lectures. She wrote a book, Life Among the Paiutes, Their Wrongs and Claims in 1883. It is an autobiographic memoir in which she details the first 40 years of contact with European Americans. She was the first Native American to write a book. She was trying to help other people understand what was happening to them and the savagery they experienced. Her own mother and extended family having been murdered during the U.S. attack on her tribe. Oh, my God. She wanted better conditions for her people and hoped proceeds from the book would help but in a twisted turn of events all of her earnings went to pay off her white husband's debts oh my god he had a secret gambling problem and left her after she paid for everything (gasps) the bastard (laughs) seriously don't
0: trust a white man girl
1: Uh, (laughs) i love in another episode it was what was it it was uh amityville you're like no girl no (laughs) no don't do it That was funny Later, she opened a school with her brother for Indian children. That's sweet. Sadly, she died at a young age of 46. Oh, my God.
0: To Tuber- broke tuberculosis. Takes tuberculosis. you down. Unless you're Stanley, then you live till you're 88.
1: Gotta get to Estes. <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, the memory of her is still kind of controversial. She's criticized for assisting in the assimilation of her people to Anglo-American culture. But others remember her for her activism and social work. She's doing what she had to do at the time. I think she was brave. Yeah. And she came from both in a way. Right. So, I mean, she had a battle a lot and I think she accomplished a lot in her lifetime because we're still talking about her right now. Right. And when you look up anything about this stuff. She's there. She's there. So maybe not in her lifetime did she have that kind of impact, but she's having it now. So anyway, in her book, she describes this mysterious white, red haired tribe. White? They were white skinned. They she from said Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, how did the scots get over here because <laughs> they're well, all tall they have those big what are those called i don't know <laughs> <It's an> axe <laughs> not an axe but they're like those big wooden like smack people with them
0: <laughs> let me look it up and it'll say it's a big wooden stick that you smack people it's like with. a big
1: it's like a big bat but it's fatter but no, just some big ass tall white dudes with Whoa. red hair and they were cannibals that ate her people. Ooh. This was the story that was passed down to her and one that Paiute hold to be true. They are described by the Paiute as vicious people who killed and ate their captives. Whoa. Sarah described these people eaters as being so strong and fierce that they were able to jump at arrows, being shot at them, catch them and hurl them back at people okay that's crazy people eaters i mean they're out there have what? you heard about the red shoes no oh my god i'm not gonna do that here with you okay i'll probably we'll talk get about murdered. that at some point if i die yeah. i have a long list of reasons i might die now <laughs> if i look it up on my phone will i die no look it up anyway, anyway be reading all about this <laughs> shit while you're talking like, Uh huh. Uh-huh. yeah don't do that there is a couple parts where i'm like where's kendra she's like I'm like, like <gasps> oh so in her book, To Stop the Madness After Years of Warfare with the sesquatches. <laughs> all of the tribes of the area banded together, including Sarah's ancestors, and drove these cannibals into a cave and suffocated them by creating oh, a fire at the entrance. That's
0: really interesting.
1: That of the Lovelock Cave. Okay. While in the cave, they were yelled out to come out and fight. Most refused. There were a few stragglers that did try and escape the smoke, but were killed upon coming out. Later, an earthquake Rocked the area and the entrance to that cave collapsed. Okay. Leaving only room for bats to go in and make it their poop home. (laughs) 250 tons worth. The guano cave. The guano cave. Now, remember, the miners were digging with no care to anything that they found, digging up bones, artifacts, and tossing them willy-nilly. Right. Well, prior to this, some Paiute people of the area took a man by the name of John T. Reed to the cave and told him the story of these abnormally large people and the history and that they died in the cave. All he saw was (laughs) batshit. So he didn't think much of it at the time and wrote it off as a story. However, when the miners were digging out the guano, they came upon two mummified bodies. One was 6'6", a woman.
0: That's really tall for a woman. Which is
1: abnormal for a woman. And another was eight foot. Whoa. A man. Although the validity of this is argued, of course, now. Always. They were found four feet down under the bat shit. It's just easier to say bat shit. Guano makes I wanna like think of fruit and it's not fruit. You're
0: right. It does kinda sound it like it makes
1: me think of like leathered fruit.
0: Yeah. No, guano is bat shit. So I'm gonna say batshit. Is this where the saying batshit crazy comes from? <laughs> Did they call her that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: What, the 6'6 six, six woman? <laughs> <laughs> no. She didn't know she was going to be buried uh, under batshit. <laughs> I was
0: thinking all the um, all the people going in there, and they're like, there's giants in the cave, and it's just full of batshit. And they're like, oh, these people are batshit crazy. <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> I didn't decide to look up the origin of oh, batshit bat shit crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just came to my mind when you kept saying batshit, and then they were
1: saying that they were crazy. <laughs> yeah. Now, 6'6 six, six isn't extremely tall these days. Six 6'6? As a woman. Yeah. Like, but it's not in just human terms. It's not like extremely tall. But the fact that the average height of just our NBA players, which statistically I would say are the taller people, that's their average.
0: What's the average on the, what's the average on the WNBA? Because I bet those women are only like
1: six foot. Right. Yep. But and even if we ignore this eight-footer, six, six, yeah, it's pretty damn tall. But they are the only mummified bodies mentioned from that dig, and it sparked an interest to excavate further. Of course. Thousands of relics and bones were found in this cave during the miners' efforts, many of which have never seen the light of day outside of private collections. Mm. There is a lot of interesting stuff here. It is argued that the pigment of their hair... So this is to debunk, okay? It's argued that the pigment of their hair was due to the conditions of the cave and that it turned the hair red through chemical staining. In the cave? Like In the cave.
0: That's odd.
1: Why then did the Paiute tell of the story of these red-haired inhuman characters prior to any digging? Right. It's not just a coincidence. No, not at all. Sarah even speaks in her book about the red-haired crazies almost 30 years prior to the miners even digging in the cave and that some of the hair from these people still adorn ceremonial dresses of her family passed down through generations. Wow. As their defeat was a victory for all tribes in the area because no one wants to be eaten. (laughs) No, that's not the way I'd want to die. Ground squirrels for the win. (laughs) Eat the ground squirrels, guys. Not the people men.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just, that's so weird. Like, where do these people come from? I'm sure you're going to get into this, maybe.
1: So they claim that during the 1924 excavation, 60 average size human remains were found. However, if you want to see these specimens, you won't have a good look. Oh, they hit them? They hit them. Museums give you the runaround. Oh, no, that museum has it now. Uh And that one, it's not here. That museum has it. Studies have come out. Those who were special enough and got to study some of the bodies, apparently stating that none were eight feet, but average six feet. Again, not average. That's an interesting twist. I think they are all being concealed somewhere. Why? Because all they want to do is hide secrets from us. But why? Why, Jessica? Because it's called control. If yeah. you can imagine all these crazy differences out there, then that means that you don't have to be just like everyone else. As I was saying, then you don't want to just go to your job
0: every day and make money for exactly. business owners. You wanna question they your whole... They hold on to yes. all the
1: crazy ridiculous shit. So we and don't then think outside one the box. by one throw it at us so they can distract us while from they do this other the thing. other from the other <laughs> new crazy shit they find out. Exactly. <laughs> So one woman, Adrienne Mayer, in her book Legends of the First Americans also posed the more likely scenario to science for the red hair and states that the large bones or giant interpretation of the skeletons was just an entrepreneurial ploy of the time for tourist displays. (laughs) I mean, this was during the time of crazy like freak show circuses, I say circuses and so yeah. it's not something to discount archaeologists confirmed the authenticity of this battle in other ways they found broken arrows at the opening of the cave along with a charred layer so that makes total sense which to would prove she said. this story yeah. yeah to be true that this battle took place there was a fire set at the opening and that wood was thrown into the cave and arrows were shot into the cave, meaning people or something was in there to be shot at. Right. Why is it so easy to discount that humans back in the day, small sex of them, were different? Sure. I mean, hello. We've proven it over and over again. They could have just been an anomaly and then they kept breeding. I mean, call it what you fucking want, but there is some level of evolution shown in everything. I really don't understand why it's so hard for some people to comprehend. In one sentence, someone contradicts themselves in several ways. Well, there's giants in the Bible. I believe that. <laughs> Humans were created 6,000 years ago. I believe that because of the creation of Adam and Eve and the interpretation of the time, although timing is just that. It's an interpretation of what's being said. Nothing is said outright. No. But why is it so hard to believe that there was a really tall group of people who lived thousands of years ago that like to eat other people i mean that's not a huge stretch keep, of imagination there's so much there's so many people who are like no that didn't happen
0: they just made that shit up even though there's all these bones in a cave and
1: <laughs> we have humanoid evidence from 15 to 20 million years ago of the genus homo existence right we evolved even if you don't want to believe that homo sapiens anatomically modern humans emerged about 300,000 years ago Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Your interpretation of we just came 6,000 years ago. What, your family from the aliens? Because, like, I don't know what else (laughs) to think. Like, we have proof that we were here. There's, like, I talked about long ass time.
0: I talked about that show where it showed people during the ice age like a civilization in the ice age which was millions of years ago right yeah we think like i think that just certain people who only want to believe the bible as the one source of truth just do mental gymnastics to try and discount everything else and that's a problem because you have to keep your mind open you can believe in the bible and believe in
1: other stuff Mm -hmm. i think i think so too We have to always remember that the Bible is heavily edited and translated by so many fucking people who get to say whatever the fuck they want. So you have to take everything that's said with a grain of salt and still it is the teachers that are giving it to you that's saying this passage means this. Right. And we don't know. Even though it doesn't literally say this. And I've seen a lot
0: of (laughs) things about how they interpreted the Bible wrong with like how you would interpret the words otherwise. But anyways, that's a tangent. But David and Goliath was a story I learned, and I'm sure you did too. Are you going to go into that? I'm not going
1: to go in specifically to David and Goliath, but I am going to touch the giants of the Bibles here in a bit.
0: But yeah, they believe that. So why is this so far Mm -hmm. out there, like you said?
1: yeah. Well, even in Lovelock, it was determined by bones and human muscle tissue found that humans occupied the cave for at least 3,000 years prior to northern Paiutes replacing the culture there, at least from what had been found so far. So that means that this battle between the Paiutes and the red-haired cannibals happened a very long time ago. Some of the bones found in the cave had bone marrow removed. What? Why? Which also lends to the story that they're a group of cannibals because, oh, because they eating started the bone eating each, marrow each other. Is a thing that you do. Okay. No, of bone marrow oh, of human. Regular they had humans. bones in
0: there that they were eating. Yeah, and I the see. bone marrow
1: was removed. Okay, that makes sense. You do that. Mm-hmm. We do that with animals because that's a very yummy piece. Apparently, mm-hmm. haven't tried. I mean, we make <laughs> bone marrow soup. Right. Right. I've had that when I haven't felt well.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bone broth, I think, is made from that too. Yeah,
1: Because you have to think about what happens when you bottleneck a species. If we're going to talk evolutionary terms, a variation in the gene pool decreases. There's a similar genetic diversity. Population decreases. Mutations occur. It's not a wild theory that there's one group of people... That were still out there, taller, stranger, stronger, weird looking, you know, had all red hair and right. had a bit too much animalistic of a nature compared to its hunter and gather neighbors who came upon them. You know, the Paiute were seeking to establish themselves in different areas when they met these people. So they had Birds. just kind of moved into the area? Right. So actually, they in were there every first. story, the red haired people were there first. Okay. So and then the Paiutes came into the area or other Native Americans that I'm going to talk about. So maybe the hungry fellas <laughs> <laughs> and women had just been there a really long time prior to anyone <laughs> else showing up, bottleneck from other humans and were, you know, different. I always feel like just stop rushing to discredit possibilities when there is scientific evidence. Right. Because I feel like it proves the existence of how humans came to be. And it could be super fucking spiritual at the same time. (laughs) Fight me. I don't care. (laughs) Let's fight. I am all the things. Let's go. But that's just the anthropologist in me coming out to fight. (laughs)
0: You can't help it. I'll fight you with some bones.
1: (laughs) I used to be up late, late. Looking at bones? At night. The only person at school in the bone lab (laughs) looking at some bones and listening to some used or glass jar <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're this full-on emo chick you're like let me dig on some bones while i listen
1: to emo oh loved it so the story's over here right okay no the Paiutes say yes they existed mostly everyone else says no well let's at least tell the tale from the believer's side of things even if possibly embellished maybe even some made-up side of things and see just how interesting it gets because it's fun And then let's compare to some other similar and very tall people found in other areas of America and some parts of the world. Now, I want to say this real quick because it danced around in my brain for a while while researching. There are like super tall humans now. We have them. Right. You know, why would finding one from way back be so rare? Talking to myself right now, why would I think that finding one would mean that there was like a different race? Because we have them now. We have super tall people who are alive now, right? But even now, if you were to scale the population down to earlier times, you know, minus a few billion fucking people, maybe more, who knows? I don't know. The likelihood of coming upon numerous preserved skeletal remains of super tall humans would be, yeah. It it wouldn't be so prevalent. No. No. So especially in in one so-called burial site, okay? Right. Usually that person is a conundrum. But not a representation of the average height, even within their own family. Like they're the, they're a, yes, two generations, the tallest person or something like that.
0: And usually they like find out they have something with their like pituitary gland or like, it's It's like a syndrome.
1: And sometimes it's not even that there's something wrong with them. It's just different than what they think our modern bodies are meant to be doing. the capabilities or whatever. Yeah. So- Two more bodies were found. This isn't talked about a lot in most of what I found, but apparently in the Humboldt Dry Lake near Lovelock, two additional bodies were found in February and June of 1931. One being eight and a half feet tall and the other being 10 feet tall. (gasps) One was found to be wrapped in gum covered fabric, like similar to the Egyptians.
0: Interesting.
1: There was another seven-foot-tall skeleton found in another cave by miners in the hills on the west side of Washoe Lake in the 1950s, roughly 100 miles from Lovelock. The skeleton was housed in the Mark Twain Museum in Virginia City, Nevada, before being repatriated to local tribes in 1992. And now, even more recently in 2013, a man, M.K. Davis studying the cave with Don Monroe noted chemical changes in the charred limestone of the ceiling of the cave, which only happens when temperature exceeds 1500 degrees.
0: Okay. So that'd be like a really hot fire.
1: Yeah. It became a tar like substance that later hardened. And while there, he discovered what he believed to be a giant handprint. So go find this video on YouTube. It's pretty darn convincing. And he explains everything really well. This handprint is on a large rock in the cave, but it is believed that the tall human, giant man, like, touched the ceiling first and then the rock and like, or like fell into the rock from pain. You know, yeah. tall dudes, like he's reaching, like kind of holding himself in this fire. Right. This, As you know? he dies. Yeah. But the handprint is believed to have been left, preserved in this way because of the high heat. Poor cannibalistic Sasquatch. <laughs> he's dying in the cave. He's and dying. And because, because of the no. extreme heat. He's reaching up his hand, he's touching the ceiling, and that gooey, tar-like substance burns into his skin as he touches the rock. Mm -hmm. And the imprint left on the rock actually is evidence of dermal ridges. So human hand, for sure. Now hardened into the rock. But the hand is double the size of a man's hand. Go check out that video. I'll try to remember to add it to the show notes. But just another thing that lends validity to the Paiute stories of these giants. I'm a believer, and yet another smaller but larger piece of evidence to prove the existence of these beings. Remember, I talked about sandals in the beginning. Yeah, well, that included finding a sandal that was 15 inches long, and today that's like what size size would that even be? 23. Okay, that's like like, like bigger than Shaquille O'Neal, and Shaquille O'Neal is is already an alien. So So what's he's 22 or something? I think.
0: Okay, yeah, and his feet are enormous.
1: They're huge. They're beds for puppies. <laughs> <laughs> he probably has puppies and he just, go get in the shoe, honey. Another marketed difference found in the remains is their skulls because they're not quite like ours. It's not like they were just tall with tiny heads. Usses. Yeah. <laughs> they had protruding jaw lines, pronounced brow ridges, and an elongated skull. Okay. And they were big. Big heads, yeah, too. Well, they would match their teeth, I mean, foot body, you know, they yeah. were good. Thumps. I'm like giving her a size of a head with my hands, <laughs> like, y'all can see it. <laughs> like, I'm boxing it out. It's like this big Kendra. Wow, <laughs> someday I'll learn. But what about other giants? Because they weren't the only ones. Talks of a giant race is not specific to the Paiutes. Okay. A race of white giants has been passed down by numerous Native American tribes, really, and worldwide. The Choctaw Indians of Mississippi, descendants of Hopewell and Mississippian cultures, passed down stories of red and white haired, white skinned giants, Whoa. 10 feet high, some including horns. Whoa. They called them Nahulo. Nahulo now to the Choctaw just refers to white people. Okay. It's meaning changed over time. But it originally referred to this giant white race and that they encountered them crossing the Mississippi River into Tennessee. Interesting. They were also cannibals, and they also fought them. A 50-foot-tall natural geological formation, Naniwaya, is a mound that was used and built out by the Hopewell people about 1,700 years ago. Now it's a sacred site, and it's located in what is present-day central Mississippi. There are several natural openings now closed up, but it's said that upon being attacked by these cannibalistic creatures, Choctaw ancestors hid there for generations, Inside the mound is, or so it is said, a subterranean world with a series of caverns. After hiding out for so long, they emerged to fight the giant enemies. Instead of forcing them into a cave and lighting it ablaze, instead they shot them with large poison darts. The poison was found from a mushroom that they found growing in their caverns. Okay. The Navajos speak of a similar giant race with great advantages mining technology and slaves who dominated the west they referred to them as a starnaki or starnaki the manta of peru have legends of a group of giants who instead of coming upon them were surprised by their emergence from the shores on boats made of reeds described as twice the height of a regular man with limbs to match very large eyes and hair to their shoulders Natives passed down stories of their sexually perverse ways, and it is believed that they were wiped out for that. A spiritual decision. Interesting. This is similar to the Navajo in that there isn't talk of a war or the people destroying them, but God or higher beings or nature deciding to remove them or take them back for abusing their power, Hmm. which we're going to touch on again here in a minute. The Comanches also have stories of an ancient race of white giants. In the 18th and 19th centuries, Comanches lived mostly in Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Kansas, and Oklahoma. Okay. The giants they encountered seemed to be somewhat more civilized in that they were powerful and had populous cities and valleys surrounded by protected mountaintops, but they became too proud and lost their values of mercy and justice and fell. It is said that all that is left of them now are the mounds still on the tablelands where they used to reside. There is another theory of the mounds found in other places, that they are ancient burial grounds of giants that once lived. In the last 200 years of archaeological exploration, there are over 1,000 accounts of skeletons seven feet or taller recovered from these ancient burial sites. Oh, Outside of numerous reports, diaries, photos, ethnology reports, newspaper clippings, and articles to support this is the theory and evidence from the South Charleston Mound in West Virginia. It is thought of as the key to unlocking the real history of giants in America. Emmy Award-winning writer and researcher Richard Dewhurst wrote a book called The Ancient Giants Who Ruled America. In it, he claims that in 1883, the Smithsonian sent a team of archaeologists to the South Charleston Mound to conduct an extensive dig of 50 mounds found in this location. From what is known, the team found numerous giants, one which was 7 feet and 6 inches tall, another giant skeleton was found in another mound surrounded by 10 others in a circle, Another large skeleton was found in what was left of a bark coffin, and it had a compressed or flat head type of skull. Okay. And in Wheeling, West Virginia, another group of skeletons of the same height, around seven and a half feet tall, were found. They also had strange skull formations with a very prominent back part of the head and low foreheads. So that kind of still is like the elongated head in Nevada ones mm -hmm. too. Similar giants, although taller, 8 to 10 feet, were found in Ohio in multiple areas. Dozens of skeletons wearing copper masks, including what was described as a massive skeleton in full copper armor, were found at a mound site in Chilicothe. Another giant in copper armor was found in Centralia. A giant skeleton was found buried with the bones of a panther and another with a necklace made of bone and shell from the Atlantic Ocean in 1889 in Southern Ohio.
0: Was the panther his pet?
1: I'm assuming it'd be pretty kitty-like at that point. Right. If he's that tall. Yeah. (laughs) But it also suggested travel or exchange with the shells that they had. Okay. Because they're in Ohio and this is from the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. Another very tall person or giant was found in Cartersville, and in Newark, Ohio, the body of a woman said to be eight feet tall was found Whoa. wearing
0: pearls and copper jewelry. This is crazy. Like, I have never heard of any of this. Of like, course not. That's why my I'm like, <laughs> I can't even comment. Like, my face is like, what?
1: <laughs> this is crazy. Are we sure they're not just all Vikings that came over? Then we're just assuming that Vikings are these red-haired cannibal man i just feel like they had to
0: come from scandinavia well i'm not saying that vikings are cannibals but like i've watched the viking show and like they're all very large white men and like i'm just wondering because
1: it's what they chose for the show
0: maybe (laughs) just very good looking and i like (laughs) but i'm like maybe this was a race that was like pushed out from because they were cannibals or they were like you know sexually aggressive or whatever and they were pushed out from one of these scandinavian countries and they came over to the state somehow and yeah and spread out like to me i'm just like sitting here with the wheels turning like where did this race come from because i would think they migrated from somewhere into the united states
1: just so interesting who's to say because also we're talking about a time when the landscape was not as it is now Right, when they could have come across the bridge. What is the bridge, the Adriatic Bridge or Aegean? I don't know what I'm saying right now, but (laughs) one of those bridges. (laughs) Things were different. True giants could just walk across the ocean if they wanted to. (laughs) They swam. (laughs) And now what is Wisconsin? Some of the more important bones were found to support the theory of another race of giant humans. Two hundred mounds were studied in this area by Beloit College, and eighteen anomalous skeletons were discovered, ranging from eight to ten feet tall, with features unlike modern humans today.
0: Hmm.
1: It's just a lot Maybe of the these same are, thing.
0: These are Bigfoot's ancestors, except for now hair grows everywhere.
1: <laughs> well, you know there are some that say that there is more hair. But is Bigfoot described as having red hair?
0: I'm doing a Bigfoot episode. Okay, you'll soon, let me so know. So later. I, This is great that you're doing this before, because perhaps I will find. I found out
1: that Bigfoot's nephew are these
0: dudes. (laughs) And Bigfoot was like, Bigfoot's like, we don't eat humans. So y'all have to leave
1: (laughs) the tribe. No, Todd. I don't know why I keep choosing Todd. Todd. Oh, it's because we went to that coffee
0: place. (laughs) Todd, it is not appropriate to eat humans. Even bad Todd. He's like, be nice to them.
1: What did I say earlier? Make them your pets.
0: Scare them, but don't eat them. Is
1: Todrick a name? Todrick. Godrick is. I said Todrick in the beginning of this episode because we were thinking of like old people or names from back. And you said Todrick. It's Todrick. Well, (laughs) guess what? You can use it. Okay. Todrick's pretty cool. That's going to become a new popular name now. I just realized now that I have only said Todd like four times because we went to Todd's Coffee.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. But it's not Todd's Coffee anymore. It's not.
1: But on the cash register, it said Todd. It used to be Todd's. Okay. Okay, but also in New York, some 200 giant skeletons were found in 1871 with some up to nine feet tall and estimated to be 9,000 years old. Their discovery was widely reported in the media at the time. All of that has since disappeared.
0: This is so bizarre. Yeah. Why are we hiding them? Is it to make men feel okay because, you know, women like taller men and they don't want (laughs) men
1: to know that there used to be eight to ten foot men? I mean... I don't know if the women want them to eat them. <laughs> no. Not, not all analyst. of them, not all of them are described as being cannibalistic, but what happened to them, right? Because they're not here anymore. No. Okay. <laughs> so we have all this evidence, and if you were to believe that there was an ancient race or races of giant humans, what happened to all of them? Right. We have a couple of stories from Native American groups about how they were defeated. Yeah. But that doesn't answer what happened to the rest. True. Right? Okay. Well, as one writer said, Adam Stokes, maybe instead of looking at the bones and sites to try and piece it together, we need to turn back to the stories, turn back to ancient texts and actually consider the mythological and religious traditions and accounts within them. Myths often hold facts at their core. Now, some of you may know this next person, Eric Von Daniken. Not ringing a bell. He's the dude from Ancient Aliens. Does he have the crazy hair? Uh, like not the crazy hair guy. <laughs> Everyone knows the crazy hair guy. Yeah. He is pretty ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> he makes me laugh every time he I, I watch it. I mean, I like him. I like this <laughs> guy too. too. Um, he is the author of many books, which includes his famous Chariot of the Gods. Not the crazy hair dude, this guy. <laughs> he, Eric. Eric. He has received a lot of criticism in his time, but that doesn't stop us from listening as he bluntly states giants haunt the pages of almost all ancient books so they must have existed yeah all over the globe ancient giants are present how can we ignore that the whole world decided to embellish the exact same story and it's not like they can talk to each other like for everyone no, were to no come cons. up with this on their own like no giants are mentioned throughout all of mythological history we have the Titans. In mm-hmm. Greek mythology yeah we have the Nephilim in the Bible yeah okay now I'm gonna actually talk about this for a minute because there are some crazy theories out there today about these guys being alive well and waiting what yes I actually wasn't planning to go into them because it's a bit outside of the Giants I feel like we're talking about okay today for the most part but of course I was on TikTok Talk and <laughs> we can't help it <laughs> I mean you know that's like my history I love TikTok I like it sucks you in it's my so news Bad. yeah um, but I was on there and there were just a couple of videos that came up talking about them and even though obviously when I'm talking about giants you're like oh she's going to talk about the Nephilim I'm like no mm-hmm. it has more of this Native American mm-hmm. spin to it but fine I took it as a sign that I'm supposed to mention them <laughs> bring this. it up some way <laughs> so the Nephilim are these mysterious very large beings from the Bible okay or giants There are some translations or interpretations that say they are the offspring of fallen angels and human women and others, the descendants of Adam. However, their identity is disputed as their mention is ambiguous. I won't get into the different interpretations or arguments here. I'm not looking to argue with the Bible at the moment or someone's understanding of a few passages. But let's assume the giants existed back in the day and talk about the overall consensus of them as they weren't the only biblical giants. Okay. But specific to the Nephilim, were they the giants in the way we've been talking about them here? 10 to 20 feet high? Or -hmm. were they great giants? I've heard accounts of 450 feet. What? 100 feet. The range is really wide when looking these guys up. That's crazy. I mean, the world would feel so much smaller if there were men that big roaming around. It seems like a waste. of.
0: They would just like
1: smash everybody in their past to be that big. (laughs) How does a heart grow that big and like lungs? They and said they had hearts? I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> they were big for. You're assuming that they have the same anatomy as I would assume, as we do.
0: yeah, but you're right. They're not human, obviously, at that size.
1: No. But they were associated with chaos and destruction,
0: hmm. much
1: like the other giants we've mentioned so far in some way. And it is said it was because of them that the Great Flood came because they were such bad assholes. <laughs> Oh, you mean like God main, had to kill them because yeah. they were assholes? The Great Flood, Noah's Ark, which is also in a lot of cultures. So, in the Book of Enoch, they said that the flood came because of these dudes. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but some say that the Nephilim were so tall that the flood didn't kill them. Yeah, I was about to say and they can so, breathe, and then so God had to destroy them himself, and then send them to hell. I don't know whether they are another giant race of the ancient world or a race of mythical beings. The fact that they have been talked about for so long, it's still a story worth paying attention to. Just all like all Mm. these other giants we've been talking about. I don't know. Be prepared for giants walking through your front lawn. Have they found bones that support a hundred foot person? I'm going to
0: get into real life evidence. Maybe that's what dinosaurs were.
1: (laughs) Will you stop saying everything I'm about to say? Oh my God, I'm sorry. (laughs) You do this to me. It's so funny.
0: I'm like, I never do this to Jessica, but I guess I fucking do it to you too. Okay. I'm going to shut the fuck up.
1: We're the same person. We are. You should see how many times we literally write the same sentence back to each other at the same exact time, but like a few different words have changed. Oh my God. But it's the same exact meaning. We're saying the same fucking thing at the same time all the time. I mean, it's, it's a great compliment. It's it like, is. wow, we, we think the same. And I'm like, we're I great as partners. Yes. <laughs> It works. it works. But we also annoy the fuck out of each other when we're trying to do our podcast. Stop humming and hawing. <laughs> just in case they're outside. Just they show up and you see one based on what we know from the Bible. Just assume that terror and havoc is close because it's said in the end times that Nephilim will return.
0: Yeah, I was about to say if I see a 100-foot person, I, I am yeah, going mean, to assume it's the end times. I
1: Just a 10-foot person. Right? Okay. Twenty feet. I'm fucking 450 out. feet. I'll be like, do you have an apartment in your leg? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Can you pick me up? <laughs> I want to see what it's like up there. Uh so here is the theory right now that I'm gonna put out there. I'm not saying one thing or another, but I'm just putting it out there because it's interesting to talk about. And because I keep seeing videos too. So I think it's like on the uptick, just the topic of Nephilim. Okay, interesting. I've never heard of them, so. Oh, okay. So Antarctica comes into play again here too. Mm, Hmm. Bring it in. So some believe that the Nephilim are imprisoned and alive in Antarctica. Mm, Okay. There have been sightings and several people who have actually worked in the military bases have come forward and say that it's true and... Recount what they've seen. That is Some say that they're working with the US right now. Whoa. One guy said that he worked in one of these military bases, which required a ridiculous heavy clearance, and he wasn't allowed to say certain words or phrases uh, like Jesus Christ or God. And they're like, even if you stub your toe, you cannot say Jesus Christ. Why? I believe it's because the word has a powerful meaning. Really, if you're going into spiritual terms here. That type of stuff. Because Jesus Christ also spoke about the Nephilim. So this guy, anyway, he claimed to have met them. And they themselves referred to themselves as the Nephilim. Okay. But they were there working with the humans, like almost in like a scientific way. They were working side by side and said that they were preparing for war with God.
0: Why do we have to prepare for war with God? Because the
1: end times is... It's a spiritual war. And we're just like, we're the ants that choose the sides. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, and yeah, those humans, those,
0: what, however many billion people are here. Maybe we'll do something with them.
1: We're the baby though. If you think about it, we're the pet (laughs) ants. We're the pet pet ants, but we're, if you're going into God's terms, we're made in his, we're his babies. They all want us. It is us that they want. And it's the control of us. Oh, we're not that great. Come on. <laughs> but that's what they want. It said that the Nephilim are going to like come and say, you can live forever and you can do all these things and live in sin with us. And okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> that was a convincing argument. <laughs> live forever and in sin.
0: I'm and there. And sex
1: with hot angels that come down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take me now. I've seen City of Angels.
1: I'm good. <laughs> City of Angels. That was just one dude that fell in love with it sh- I know. <laughs> Yes, Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan can be my life every day. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, coming back though to just other, (laughs) I'm an easy (laughs) sell. She's like, I'll go. Maybe you and I are gonna fight one day. You're gonna be the evil one, and I'll be the I'll be the good one. You want to go with God and not the big. Sexy giants. Who said they're <laughs> sexy? I've seen renditions of them and they're fucking ogres. I mean, I like tall men, but that's a, that's a little bit too tall. When you're the size of his toenail, nope. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it'd be hard <laughs> to have a romantic relationship.
1: It would have to be a spiritual relationship at that point.
0: Like, we just got to be friends. That's way too big. He's like, fine, I'll eat you like an olive. I'll be like, you know how King Kong had a little girl that he was obsessed with? I'll be like the little giant's Aww. girl. And live in sin I'll forever. i you have
1: that. But it has to be one in the Nephilim that is just like the oddball out or something. You know, he's like the strange stepson I was that like, doesn't he's get the along that, with everybody else. His IQ is way
0: lower <laughs> than the rest. That's what you're saying. He's the village idiot. He has too much heart. It's like a new Disney movie right now we're making and writing.
1: I'm going to be talking about Disney movies in my next episode. Okay, we're oh my geez. we're getting wine silly. Anyway... <laughs> Another ex-military man came forward about meeting the Nephilim in Qatar. Okay. He and his team were sent there to transport what they were told was just something of pretty high value and no cameras were allowed. No pictures were allowed. It was a really, really hot day. It was the middle of the day and what they brought on board stunk really, really bad. <laughs> Did not have a shower. It was a deceased man. Oh. But he said it didn't smell like decay, really. It just smelled like musty stink, like... Someone hadn't showered in okay. 10 years, but it, what it was, was a man on a pallet on his side, like a really big pallet on his side, slightly in the fetal position, dead. And they estimated him being about 12 feet tall. That's crazy. And they thought this dude would be of, you know, Indian descent, or he, but he wasn't. He was white.
0: Did he have red hair? Well,
1: it was more like grayish at that point. <laughs> <laughs> he was used to be white, <laughs> but they said his feet were huge. They all like took turns putting their own feet up to his feet, but his feet were like wrapped in more of like, a, I don't know, like kind of like Egyptian wrap on his Saws. feet. Yeah. yeah. Instead of shoes or anything like that. Weird. There's one. And where were they taking him to? They can't say that. Okay. Unrelated. But another story I came upon in dealing with a possible giant. There was a guy, Andrew Dawson, who saw and filmed what he thought to be a giant on a mountain in Jasper National Park near Banff, Alberta, Canada. Okay. He tried to go back and get closer and get another shot, but he started being followed by who he assumed to be the CIA. Mm-hmm. He posted several videos on social media talking about how he was being stalked and harassed. Suddenly, his post stopped for over a month. And then he gets back on and posts. But in the video, you can see like he seems to be being coerced, Like he's looking off with his eyeballs, like not turning his head, but like somebody's in the room. Somebody's in the room with him. He posts one more video and then he tragically dies a month later. But what's Mm. weird about this, his cause of death is unknown. It's just listed as unusual. And if you go online, there's two different days of death (laughs) and they're not close. July and December of 2022. That's yeah. Something's off. Nobody knows what happened to him. Just another one. We're not allowed to meet Sasquatch. Yeah. Now I'm like thinking Bigfoot, something completely different. Could He's be just a lonely giant. I mean, right now we're doing that thing where we're like, well, anybody who's eight feet or taller are giants, but there's all kinds of different giants out there. Yeah, twelve feet tall. Like that's. But back to Daniken and what feel like now normal giants in comparison <laughs> that we've been talking about. He believes all races of giants fell by their own doing. Many ancient texts suggest that ancient giants were oppressive and violent. Mm -hmm. They came to an end over time because of their own continued violent tendencies and actions. And that's a really common theme. Yeah. Most of these giants that we talked about. Are violent and not friendly. These giant civilizations are defined by violence and they were self-destructive. They were violent with each other, too. They were power-hungry. Documentation or oral tradition of them in this way is a universal phenomenon found in nearly every human culture in recorded history. Yes, some were killed in battle with other humans, maybe disease even, but ultimately they destroyed themselves until there were none left, or God did something with them. Evidence of life on this planet is always going to be affected by natural disasters. Simply the passage of time, the elements, war, mankind's ignorance, and lack of appreciation, so many things affect what is left for us to know hundreds, thousands, millions of years down the line. It's not that hard to believe that there was a race of giants roaming the earth, even many races. We chose the word race to describe people, but yet we are all human beings right now. The easiest way I can think of this actually is to look at dogs. They're okay, all, like they're the all different kinds of, yeah. But look, they come in massive, varying sizes, appearances, attitudes, yeah, aptitudes. <laughs> we really have to stop thinking that we're the end all, be all, and everything that was and is. There is so much evidence in North America alone that we can't write it off as genetic anomalies. So, what's the deal here? Mm-hmm. We have a long list of evidence to support giants or just super tall, crazy fucking looking fellas <laughs> in our history. But it is still ignored mostly by mainstream science and written off as a grandiose explanation or explanations, even though we also have proof of evolution over time. The difference here is these beings would have lived during the time of anatomical humans, and that's harder uh, to reason yeah. with, meaning it challenges the current theory of evolution. And we all know that science, religion, and mythology. Cannot agree on that. Mainstream science is pretty much silent when it comes to affirming the possibility of this ancient race or races. And there is a theory behind that, too, specifically in America. It was and continues to be covered up, which Mm -hmm. more and more every day. I don't trust a single thing that is said to us. Claims are that the Smithsonian is behind some of it, ignoring the topic, hiding the evidence, and rumors are that they destroyed their evidence of giant skeletons. They claim to have repatriated a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Can we have proof? They are known to take remains for further analysis. And never bring them back. Never to be seen again. Uh And I am particularly frustrated about this one because maybe I could have found out the truth. So my focus in college was anthropology. Right. My path was forensic anthropology. Yeah. Bones. And I hoped one day to get a place at the Smithsonian. So you (laughs) could have been. But this was like after solving a shit ton of crimes. Yeah. Like I was like, that's going to be where I retire. (laughs) But then I got pregnant and everything changed. So here I am. I'm 37 now, and I'm on a podcast with a. Now we like. podcasters. I met you less than a year ago, and I have three jobs in a new place, and an life and is crazy. Future that's <laughs> unknown. Yeah, it is crazy. But you know, I never failed, and everything unfolds in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful. Maybe Jessica in another timeline became the doctor.
0: That's and true. She
1: knows the truth because she's one of the crazy ones,
0: and she's trying to tell you, I'm from one of the, the crazy ones too. But we're, we're all two crazy. different versions of crazy. <laughs> She has proof.
1: <laughs> she has you proof. just have. And she shows me in my dreams. But anyway, over the last 100 years, thousands of skeletal remains of giants have been found throughout the world, and the Smithsonian was quick to snatch up most of them mm-hmm. and destroy them. In 2015, a case was brought against the Smithsonian by the American Institute of Alternative Archaeology and not surprisingly whistleblowers from the Smithsonian itself. The claim was documentation and evidence that the Smithsonian destroyed not just thousands, but tens of thousands of skeletal remains with varying heights from 6 to 12 feet. Wow. A Supreme Court ruling forced the Smithsonian to admit to these claims. James Churwood of the AIAA stated, there has been a major cover-up by Western archaeological institutions since the early 1900s to make us believe that America was the first colonized by Asian peoples migrating through the Bering Strait 15,000 years ago, when in fact... There are hundreds of thousands of burial mounds all over America, which the natives claim were there long before them, and that show traces of a highly developed civilization. Complex use of metal alloys and where human giant skeletons remains are frequently found but still go unreported in the media and news outlets.
0: Wow! As
1: proof during this court case, a 51 inch or 1.3 meter long femur bone was shown as evidence in court. One of the curators from the Smithsonian had stolen this bone in the mid-1930s and kept it his entire life and only relinquished it along with his knowledge of the Smithsonian's doings on his deathbed in a letter. Mm. In that letter, he wrote, it is a terrible thing that is being done to the American people. He wrote in that letter, we are hiding the truth about the forefathers of humanity, our ancestors, the giants who roam the earth as recalled in the Bible and ancient texts of the world.
0: Wow, that's fucking
1: and on his deathbed like to me that gives more credibility to it yeah but everything I just read about that is satire what do you mean it's fake you made that up <laughs> I did not make it up but I found it and fell for it too
0: oh man and then I
1: did the research and I'm like fuck <laughs> it's not real
0: so there was no supreme this. court
1: but uh, the reason I'm telling this story is because it's one of those things where I feel like it's truth hidden by a lie but still truth so the what I'm saying, it's the part of the court case that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Okay. So but- the Supreme Court did not have this thing with the Smithsonian because I'm pretty sure the Supreme Court and the Smithsonian and everybody's in the same fucking pocket right? is the point. Um, but I brought this up because I don't think the Smithsonian did it alone. They are known to destroy things. I feel like so much is hidden away by government. Always. In places like this, in private collections. Mm-hmm. And... The Smithsonian is like the Vatican, <laughs> if you think about it. It's yeah. the Vatican for relics. Yeah. Without religion. I would think twice before letting them know about anything that you find. Truthfully, they hide a lot of secrets. And why? And you're one of a kind find that could change history. They, they don't into want to Go a black yeah. hole and you'll become a kook.
0: Right. And they'll write you off and put you in the National Enquirer. So I
1: think that this weird story was written to open eyes because... See how I read it to you, it just seemed like, oh, that happened. Yeah. And had that happened, you're like, wow, I didn't know that. How did I and not then know how this? are we even still talking about giants not being real? So, yeah. It's because they're all in cahoots. I'm sorry. It's really not that odd to think of super tall people. Not at all.
0: And the fact that it's in all of the cultures, like, come on. Yeah.
1: And- and it's in the,
0: you know, you go to the religious people, it's in the Bible. I will bring up David and Goliath. Yeah. Like David and Goliath was a story that we were all taught over and over and over and he killed him with the stone. And wasn't David, I don't know, I haven't read the Bible a long time, but wasn't <laughs> Goliath like 11 or 13 feet tall? He was like, a tall dude. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like the Philistines is I think where he came from. And they just talked about the Philistines all being a race, Just or really tall, of tall dudes, tall dudes and women. I'm sure because I mean, they have to. Cr- God procre- didn't call them
1: dudes. That's what we yeah. call them now. We can't trust the, anything the government tries to tell us. No, no. Most of what we know are lies. But I feel the rise. Do you feel that's the rise? why they want TikTok gone? I
0: feel the rise of the wise. <laughs> I
1: like it. Rise <laughs> of the wise. Sometimes new I, hashtag maybe. Rise of the wise. There we go. I bet you someone else has it. I find it difficult to talk to people
0: with a small worldview agreed i can't anymore
1: i can't either like just people who are so set in stone like they know they're like this is my purpose this is what it is you know like it must be nice to know everything i guess
0: but i want to question everything i don't get it i don't don't get get it it. yeah
1: i don't know i want to believe in all the wondrous things but with that comes evil things but we have all the stories giants sirens dragons unicorns fairies trolls yes why not We easily accept dinosaurs. And those seem crazy. Most of the bones that are in museums are just casts of bones. They're not the real bones. Some even are not even true size or the shape, but like a size and shape that they decided on because they found something else. You know, they're creating these things. Why are we so blindly believing in that, but so easily discrediting everything else? Have you dug up a dinosaur bone yourself? No. What if it's just a big cow bone? Right. Right. That's like why, You know what I'm saying? It's just like you cannot argue one piece of it and then just be like, but the rest does not <laughs> exist. None there of that. There were definitely
0: humongous lizards roaming around, but everything else just doesn't make sense. It's no, like, okay, none. if there were lizards that large, then everything else should make sense
1: to you. <laughs> Mosquitoes like, the size of your head or body? Yeah, I don't want to live no, in that. No, I actually certainly don't even want to meet a 10 to 15 foot red haired, white skinned dude who might think I'm a snack
0: no thanks we meet enough like five foot ten guys who think we're snacks and want to like kill us and it's usually the shorter ones too <laughs> five foot seven I love you <laughs> you should come to my house I wonder if
1: it's because our boobs are at their face
0: <laughs> most likely <laughs> probably my, not mine I'm five foot two Nobody, the, the my tall, boobs are in no the tall one's guys face they're <laughs>
1: just like these little like boop as they're looking down at us I'm five
0: foot two I never have that problem every guy's taller than me
1: Anyways, guys, that's the story. It's a good story. <laughs> I hope it was fun. It was, you know, I,
0: I was very
1: intrigued because I, I mean, hadn't heard any of this before. Yeah, I, I just I think down the road I'll probably expand on this topic a lot. Like, I don't know. Let me know if you've liked it because this was just really a tiny touch on Giants. Yeah, I've heard and I'm sure you have, too,
0: because we watch the same, you know, bullshit. Not bullshit. <laughs> bullshit.
1: <laughs> we watch the same
0: stories, All documentaries. <laughs> yeah, about like there's the I want to do
1: the Anunnaki yeah the conspiracy
0: that giants built the pyramids which is Mm -hmm. we were talking about that offline here and I think we should do an episode on that
1: absolutely but anyway that's all I could produce with this week because it's crazy
0: well I think you did a really great job I think you had a lot of detail and you definitely have questions going off in my mind and I'm sure our listeners this is something I haven't heard on any other podcast so I'm loving it I
1: mean tell us your thoughts seriously people write in write us but We don't want to miss a week. So we're here. Even if this isn't your favorite or the next one or the next one (laughs) or the next one because it's crazy. This is our baby and it means a lot to us. So yes, thank you for listening. Please follow us
0: on your favorite platform. Please go in and subscribe so that you get our new downloads every Tuesday. And also we would love to see some more ratings from you guys. Comments. Let us know what we're doing that you like. Maybe what you don't like. But don't leave anything really like scathing on
1: the platform please (laughs) you know it's an interesting thing I would like to know there is some part of our analytics that we don't get to see yeah tell us where you're listening from what podcast platform do you use yeah can you I don't know we'll have to maybe think of creating a poll or something but not everybody is on our same social medias so if you hear this quick email lucidlabpodcast at gmail.com let us know how you listen
0: yeah And also you can reach us on all of the, you know, social media pages. We're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram and YouTube. All under at Podcast, all one word.
1: Right. A quick mention about YouTube. I'm sorry for everybody. (laughs) I didn't get to mention this before, but the Amityville episode did not make it to YouTube because I was unaware that YouTube has a three hour limit. So if you're listening to this now and you're like, where the hell did 11 go? There it is. You're just going to have to go find it somewhere else. Unfortunately, we really wanted to stop doing like two parters because we felt like two parters don't work. It just wasn't working. And it was more work for us, too. So we were trying to like, let's just let them go as long as they go. You know, take the pressure off. Just, you know, if people want to listen to long things, they'll listen to long things. But it wasn't working. But now we know, okay, well, three hours is the limit. Or if we can't do people want to listen long things
0: <laughs> at three hours, exactly.
1: <laughs> so exactly three hours or less you'll get from us moving forward. If you want to mail us anything, it's P.O. Box 251 East Lake, Colorado 80614. And we have a Patreon. Thanks, We'd Juan. Love to see you there.
0: Thank you, Juan, our first Patreon. Yep. And that rhymes. And Lots of rhyming yeah. right now. And we're still, we're going to do like a sleepover at Jessica's house once she moves in and we're (laughs) going to figure out Patreon and set that up to make a really useful and wonderful site for you guys. We are. Thank you. Thank you all. And in the meantime, stay lucid. We love you guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye bye.